dancing it to temptic. Chelsea Van and Tigasonic went to Sakai. Chelsea Van and Tigasonic went to Sakai Nitotsin, Maga Montrealic Nibigan. Wait, hold on. Dancing it to temptic. Chelsea Van and Tigason, Egwamantu Sakai Nitotsin, Maga Montrealic Nibigan Anuts. Oh my god, wait, I gotta go back. Dancing it to temptic. Chelsea Van and Tigason, Egwamantu Sakai Nitotsin, Maga Montrealic Nibigan Anuts. Welcome to Commencing the Podcast Invasion. This episode is The Nitty Gritty, Your Voice and Your Mic. What you heard there at the beginning was basically what we're going to be talking about, and it's pretty normal for me. Whenever I have to do an introduction, I often flub it. So it doesn't matter how many times I say the same thing over and over again, quite often I have to take three, four, sometimes ten retakes. I'm laughing, I sneeze, something catches my attention, I say something wrong, I have to go back and redo it. Now, that's called a do-over. And when I finally decide on the one that I want to keep, then that's what you hear. It sounds polished. It sounds like I just did it, you know, on the fly and the second. That's not true. I have to redo a lot of what I say. Now, when I can't just do a redo, when I can't just decide that, okay, that was, that was all awesome. I'm going to use it all. I have to go back and edit. And that's what you heard. I went back to that first portion where I completely flubbed it and I edited out the parts that I didn't like to make a cohesive whole. And I'm not sure if you noticed, but that's what happened. I, I edited out all the parts I didn't like, and I just shoved all the words together, and that was my introduction. So today on this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about things like vocal tics. We're going to talk about having uh, to deal with your pacing. I just did a vocal tick there. Uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. So we're going to talk about pacing. We're going to talk about giving yourself do-overs. And I'm going to give you examples of things that I edit. And we're going to look at how to use your microphone effectively and basically how to troubleshoot that. So I've discussed editing in another podcast episode, uh, one-third planning, two-thirds chill. But editing here is, is a little bit different. This is really about um, helping you Oh, wait. But editing here is is a little bit different. This is really about how to achieve a smoother podcasting voice before you actually have a smoother podcasting voice. So did you notice there that I had to go back and edit out the uh? I do that a lot. I have a lot of vocal tics, and most of us do. So here's what you need to do. If you're not super aware of your vocal tics yet, then you need to become aware of them. People who speak in front of others a lot become aware of their vocal tics and learn how to edit them out as they speak. When we speak in front of people, we need to learn how to speak differently than we do when we're just having a regular conversation. And that is definitely true for podcasting as well. This is not a regular conversation unless you're having a chatty podcast. But even then, you try to get rid of those vocal tics. So what am I talking about with vocal tics? I mean things like, uh, uh, yeah, so, like, filler. When we speak normally, we use a lot of filler. It's a culturally specific thing as well. I find when I'm speaking in English that pauses bother me, so I fill them with words or utterances like, uh, yeah, so. I've noticed that other people do this in French as well, since I've been in Quebec. 
Uh, I had a boss. See, I just did it. Uh, I had a boss who was so uncomfortable with silences in French that he would just go, uh, for as long as he needed the silence until he got to talk again. And that prevented other people from speaking while he was formulating the next words he was going to say. It was interesting. We all have these vocal tics, however. So what you want to do is record yourself and find out what they are if you're not aware of them. So you record yourself doing two things. First, record yourself reading a prepared passage. It can be a paragraph from a book. It can be something that you've written for the show, your introduction. Read it and listen to how you sound when you do that. Are you interjecting? Are you putting any vocal tics in there? Or are you just reading what's on the page? And we'll get back to pacing and how you sound later. But listen to that when it's prepared. Now, record yourself when you're just talking on the fly, making things up. Don't have anything prepared. Just decide, I'm going to talk about what I see in front of me and start describing it. Now go back and listen. And there should be a pretty big difference between what you've prepared and what you say on the fly. Do you have vocal tics? What are they? Are you the person who always says, uh, do you say like a lot? Are there words that you repeat over and over that don't actually add anything to what you're saying? Those are your tics. And those are the things you have to become more aware of. You want to take them out because believe me, when you listen back to yourself, those tics are going to jump out and pound you down with embarrassment. You don't want to hear them. They're going to be really obnoxious for you to hear. Other people listening might not even notice it, but it's going to bother you. And you want to be happy with the content that you're producing. So what you want to do is notice those vocal tics. And then over time, you want to train yourself to use pauses instead. Don't say those things. When you're about to do the filler, when you're about to do the, uh, just go pause. I don't know what I'm going to say here. So I'm going to pause instead of filling it with, uh, pause they're okay. You're probably not going to pause for so long that it's going to interrupt the flow of what you're saying. And if you do have a very long pause, that's okay. Because through the magic of editing, you can take it out later. And pauses are easy to take out because you can see them. That's the thing too, is once you become aware of your vocal tics, when you go back into the editing function, whether you're using GarageBand or Audacity, you're going to start to notice that you can, you can see those visual tics. I know exactly what my uh looks like. I can go back and I can find it even without listening anymore and I can just cut it out. Now, as you've noticed, I still say it. I still have to edit it out every once in a while. And I've been podcasting now for over a year, maybe even longer, and I still do it. So I'm not perfect. And the point is not to get perfect. It's just to become more polished and more aware of how you speak. So vocal tics, go forth and find out what they are and try move towards a goal where you're just leaving them out more often. Use pauses instead of vocal tics. All right. The next thing that you have to do is look at your pacing. The way that most of us talk isn't really appropriate for podcasting. I talk so quickly normally. This for me is excruciating to speak this slowly. And I find even still, some people find the way that I'm speaking to be a little too quick, especially if English is not a first language. So you need to, for most of us, slow yourself down. Other people speak really slowly and leave great big pauses in what they say. And that's okay, because again, you can edit those pauses out. I would rather err on the side of going too slowly than going too quickly. Now, 
you have to listen to yourself to figure out what your normal pacing is. You might think that you're speaking normally, um, not too quickly. And when you listen again to yourself, you realize you were just rushing. And a lot of us do that when we're nervous. And even though you're not standing up in front of somebody or a classroom and making an oral presentation, instead you're using the podcast, you're still going to be a little nervous until you get very comfortable. And I'm talking like a year later, you're going to be a little more comfortable. It's not going to be comfortable for a while unless, I don't know, there's always the possibility that you are just going to slip into it. It's going to be easy as pie. Or if you've had radio experience, then it's fine. But for most of us, it's not going to come naturally. It's going to feel really weird. So you want to be able to slow down. And a big part of this is so that if you make mistakes and you don't have time to redo the whole thing, you can go back and edit together pieces of your sentence so that it sounds smooth, even if it wasn't smooth originally. Leaving those pauses, like I said, is really important for editing. But also, you want to leave some space in between your words so that they're not all mashed together really quick and you don't even know how to split them up and you can't even if you wanted to, right? What I did just there is would be impossible for me to go back and edit. I would have to redo it. So slow your pacing down. Try to put some little spaces in between your words. Enunciate carefully. Now, that does not mean that you have to speak, and here are my air quotes, proper English. Not at all. Your way of speaking is fine. But just slow it down so that every word that you're speaking can be heard better. Take more time than you normally would. Imagine that you're trying to talk to somebody whose language isn't English, who is trying to follow you, who can understand most of the words that you're saying, but when you jam them all together really quickly, they can't pick them apart and it's impossible for them to understand what you're really trying to get across. So don't rush like that. Pacing, really important, and it's very difficult. With podcasting, what you need to do is go back and listen to yourself and really pay attention to how you speak. It's like practicing uh, dance moves in front of a mirror, only you've got to listen to what you're, what you're doing and fix it. Okay, giving yourself do-overs. Let yourself mess up. It's okay. Honestly, I've been doing this for a while, and even still, sometimes when I just begin the podcast for whatever reason, maybe I haven't had enough coffee yet, maybe uh, I have a sore throat and I need to keep coughing, whatever. Sometimes I have to do the introduction, I swear, 10 times over before I'm finally like, okay, that's the one that doesn't sound ridiculous. And throughout the podcast, there are many times where I'll just, hmm what am I going to say? I'll just stop. I'll just let it record for a while while I'm thinking out loud. It's okay. I can go back and edit it later. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and edit it now. All right. I didn't actually go back and edit it because I don't want to listen to that again. We don't need to repeat it. So give yourself do-overs. Give yourself lots of do-overs. Be okay with repeating yourself over and 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 over again until you feel comfortable with it. But also recognize that you are never going to have it be 100% perfect. You're never going to be 100% happy with how your voice sounds, the pacing, the vocal tics, and all of it. And you have to just at some point say, okay, that's good enough. Because you are probably the only one who is really, really going to analyze your own voice and find it wanting. 
That's another thing too I haven't mentioned yet is if you're not used to recording yourself, it's going to sound really weird to your own ears to hear your voice. That's totally natural. There's all sorts of scientific reasons for why we hear our voices differently when it's played back to us versus when we're speaking and we're hearing it reverberating in our own heads. Totally normal. But it's also something you just have to get over. If you find that your voice sounds too squeaky or too gravelly or too rough or whatever, it's fine. People have been listening to you talk your whole life and nobody's ever gone, oh my gosh, your voice is so awful, I can't hear you anymore. Although, if somebody has actually said that to you, I'm sorry, that person was a jerk. But don't let it get to you. So your voice is your voice. It might sound weird, but you can't change it and it sounds fine to the rest of us, I promise. Okay, now we need to talk about how to use your mic. I'm going to give you the way to troubleshoot it for those of you who have no technical experience whatsoever. And the reason I'm doing that is because I have no technical experience whatsoever. I don't know anything about recording. I don't want to learn it. Learning how to record really well, adjusting all of the sound levels, really knowing that stuff takes a lot of effort. And people go and study this stuff for years to become sound engineers and really good at it and all of that. And I just, I don't want to do that. I just want to podcast. I don't want to have to learn all of the basics. I don't want to have to learn all of that stuff. So I'm not, I just, I troubleshoot it. So I'm going to tell you how I troubleshoot it. And if you have more technical experience, that is so awesome. You can just tune out right now. Depending on what kind of microphone you get, you're going to have to play with the levels a little bit. What I'm trying to do is not go into the red. When I'm looking at myself recording, I'm actually I'm noticing that my levels are a little low. They're not even really hitting uh, into the yellow. But I definitely don't want to be shouting into the red. Uh, I apologize for that. You don't want to do that with your levels. You want to kind of keep them steady. And that involves not only just making sure that your voice remains steady, that you don't start dropping off into a whisper and you don't start shouting, but you maintain a regular volume for your voice, but also use your microphone. You want to have it so that it's not too far away from you. And all you're doing is, for example, this is way too close. I've got it right next to my mouth and I can see that it's too loud. That's moving it back to about where it was. And if I move it far away... I'm not even in front of it, you can really hear the difference and I can see the difference as I'm recording it. So play around with it. See and listen to what distance you need to be from your microphone for it to sound the best. If you're in a place that has a lot of wind, a lot of ambient noise, one thing that I've actually uh, done and found is really, really useful is I just take like a nylon and I twist it. You know, I like I cut off a piece of a, a, a nylon stocking. I twist it on the end to close it and I just slide that over my microphone and it really really helps reduce any sort of wind sound if you're taking your microphone out uh, you know this is a big microphone it's kind of weird I was I wanted to do some recording in a hospital the other day and then I thought people might get weirded out but if I was just to whip that baby out I would just record the ambient sounds but if I was trying to speak and be heard with all that ambient sound I would use the nylon for sure so that's how that's it's not perfect it's cheap and it's somewhat effective. So you can try that worst case scenario if you're recording outside and you don't want to hear all of the wind howling. Um, if you do want the wind, great, just go for it. You, you just basically want to make sure that you're not too soft, you're not too loud, you're like that perfect bowl of porridge just right. And all of this is just going to take you trying it out. 
And that's basically it. Let's just review quickly. So the nitty-gritty, your voice and your mic. You want to pay attention to your vocal tics. Find out what they are. Try to get rid of them. Now, at first, you're going to just edit them out probably. And over time, you're going to become able to leave them out by replacing them instead with spaces, pauses, better than vocal tics. Then we talked about pacing. Slow down. You're probably talking too fast. In fact, even though I've been discussing how you need to slow down, I know at certain points there, I was speaking too rapidly. I started speeding up. That's just normal. So maybe even give yourself a break once in a while when you're doing the podcast to slow yourself down. I find that when I've been podcasting for a certain period of time, I speed up. Don't ram your words together. Don't talk all like this so that you can't even tell which words are there. And if you want to cut something out, it's impossible. Try to enunciate better. That is not code for speaking quote unquote good English because that's crap. Give yourself do-overs. Give yourself many do-overs. Allow yourself to make mistakes and at some point recognize the mistakes are fine. You're not going to be 100%. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Use your mic. Figure it out. You don't have to go to school and take a course. Just practice with it. Mess around with it. Test it. Try it out. See how it sounds. Eventually, you're going to find out the setting that works for you, the distance you need it so that you sound okay, the volume level that your voice should be, that it feels natural and it's not going to go too low and it's not going to go too high. And fiddle with it. Experiment with it. Try the nylon. Try other things. If you want to dampen the the sound and you don't have a huge budget. So that's it for the show. Thank you very much for joining me on Commencing the Podcast Invasion. Go forth and podcast with your... Thank you very much for joining me on Commencing the Podcast Invasion. The nitty-gritty, your voice, and your mic. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. At this time. At this time. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time. 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 Time.